Too many leaders lead for validation, not impact, for what they can get out of it more than what they can give to it. Hi, my name is Chris, and I'm obsessed with how leaders grow and develop, and I too have insecure moments. We all do. Glad you're here with me now on the Sight Shift Podcast so you can learn how to lead for impact, not validation. Too many leaders lead for validation, not impact. Welcome to part two on this journey. <laughs> Why do we do that? Why do we lead for validation, not impact? Because we're insecure. We're all insecure. We all have moments where insecurity is shaping our response as leaders. And we work with leaders who are very elite and advanced and those that are just beginning. And I can promise you this, front end to back end, everybody that's on a leadership journey has moments of insecurity. And the moment that you say you don't have moments of insecurity, you are in a place where you're cut off from awareness, growth, the curiosity and humility that will grow you. We might be working with a leader who's at 20% effectiveness and they need to get to 80% effectiveness. We can close that gap really quick. All they need is a few big moments of awareness around where their insecurity shows up and they could start to turn pro as a leader. Now, some of you are at that 80 to 95% level. You are turning pro or becoming pro as a leader. What we want to help you do is learn to recognize in these medium moments where you might show up to lead for validation, not impact. Things that might affect your life, you know, on a month or quarterly scale. If you are trying to become elite as a leader, and I can, you know, get you there really fast. <laughs> if you're trying to become elite as a leader, you're at 95% effective and you're trying to get to 98% effective. These are harder fought for gains. And what they come out of is this the small moments of insecurity. If you can recognize it in the small moments, the big moments take care of themselves. And what's happened for a lot of leaders is we've created this context where we don't recognize the insecurities in our lives because we start to stuff them down. I mean, we've been told that ego is the enemy. Is ego really the enemy? Yeah, if I say that statement, ego is the enemy, we're like, yeah, too many leaders lead for validation, not impact. Ego is the enemy. I can think of a leader who leads that way. I mean, some of you pictured a leader that was leading for validation quicker, uh, you know, in your world than maybe you thought about something in yourself. So we can think about this with others. Ego is the enemy. Yep, I can see how the enemy is their insecure ego and what it's doing to get in the way of them being a healthy leader. It's what makes them harmful. You may even see it for yourself a little bit. It's what makes me harmful as a leader. But here's the idea. The metaphor that you have is going to shape so much of what's happening in your brain. So if you picture the ego as the enemy, then what are you going to do? You're going to want to fight that enemy. And that's not how transformation works. You don't actually fight the enemy. Instead, you welcome the insecurity. The ego is not the enemy. It's the pathway for growth. The moment of your insecurity is trying to show you what's developing in you. All leaders have moments of insecurity. And as we're growing and developing, yes, we may have um, fewer of those moments, but we're still having those moments. And when we're feeling insecure, what we can do is get a clue and a signal to the pathway of our growth. The ego is showing us not what needs to be beaten down. Do that long enough and that's going to form a coup and cause all kinds of other problems inside of you. Not what needs to be beaten down, not what needs to be shut out, but instead what needs to be paid attention to. Once we start to develop ourselves as leaders this way, that we start to really become confident in who we are. So many leaders think uh, or don't appreciate the difference between confidence and arrogance. A confident leader who knows how to show up to lead for impact, not validation. And it's not that they're 100% confident, but they know who they are, 
where they are, and why they're there. They're still going to have doubts. We're going to talk about that in a later episode. They're still going to have things to process. But at the core of who they are, there's a settledness there. Confidence isn't arrogance. We've lifted up this idea in leadership development that an arrogant leader is going to just get things done. And we've got these archetypes of leaders that we've almost allowed to shape so much of the perception of leadership. Like, well, sometimes you got to be a jerk to get things done. What I want you to understand is, while arrogance may be from a place of, I'm better than you, confidence isn't arrogance. Confidence, if you've got that swagger of your leadership style, that's not arrogance. That's just you knowing who you are, where you are, and why you're there. What blocks you from living that way? What blocks you from leading that way, for leading for impact, not validation, is insecurity. So what we want to do is unblock the insecurity. If we can unblock the insecurity, then we can move you out of that stress response of fight, flight, or freeze into flow. What happens when you're in a moment of insecure leadership, you get a little bit of stress, and then you fight, flight, or freeze. What we want to do is really unblock, unjam the flow of your leadership so that you can show up and be that leader who's leading with a secure identity. Now, I want to paint a picture for you just at an average level of awareness of what it looks like when leaders are showing up insecure. And we're going to go much deeper into this as we take this journey. And as we look at these, you're actually going to, in the workbook or the book, uh, through this content, see very deeply what are the most insecure moments of you and your leadership that are causing you to show up in a way that you lead for validation, not impact. Now, to get this awareness, the first thing that I need you to do is to do a validation check. A validation check is going to help you recognize what causes these moments of insecurity to show up. This validation check is something I use with myself. The work or the workbook will have it in it, or you can just draw this out right now as I describe it. First thing is I want you to just draw three lines, okay? On the top line on the left side, just write the word dread. On the right side, write the word sacrifice. Now, what you're doing with this line is you're going to plot how you're engaging leadership right now. It could be a role, a personal role, a public role. It could be a certain task. You're going to write dread on the left, sacrifice on the right. Actually, I'm saying that wrong. You're going to write sacrifice on the left, dread on the, on the right. Hey, you know what? It takes a little minute. Let's get back to it. Sacrifice on the left, dread on the right. Sorry about that. And what does it look like right now for you to be engaging leadership? Are you doing it from a place of sacrifice? Are you doing it from a place of dread? Now, you can think about it as a scale. So it's not just a yes, no answer. It's a sliding scale. And you can just kind of write an X for whatever comes to mind right now. I remember a number of years ago, I was in a different role and I was walking out of the restroom into the meeting and I had this thought and this feeling emerge. Like, I don't care if I ever lead another one of these meetings again. Rather than paying attention to that, I, I kept going through the motions, which happens to us as leaders. We can be like that as leaders. And so as I just kept going through the motions, about six months later, I hit this point where I felt within myself a little bit of a breakdown occurring as a leader. And as this breakdown started to occur, I mean, it wasn't like a massive one. Uh, I had a real loss of meaning. Why? Because I didn't pay attention to this dread that had started to creep up in the role that I was fulfilling. So I want you to plot yourself because if you can plot yourself and see where you are, you're going to be able to take this journey in the deepest way possible. So the first line you're going to write on the left side, uh, sacrifice on the right side, dread. Second line on the left side, you're going to write the word calm. On the right side, you're going to write the word angry. So calm to angry. 
and you can put two little arrows on these lines so you can see this as a scale. Um, and then you're going to think about a role, a task, something you're fulfilling. Where are you on the calm to anger spectrum? What happens for a lot of leaders is they don't realize how much the anger is a signal to the meaning they've lost because dread is occurring there. And what happens in this calm to anger scale is we start to lose direction because anger blinds us to the truth of the direction we need to take right now. Um, you can't lead people well when you're frustrated at them. You can't lead yourself well when you're frustrated at yourself. That anger is going to block you up. There was a situation that happened on Zoom that went viral a while ago where a CEO of a furniture company had been paid a massive bonus, multi-million dollar bonus. Nobody else had gotten a bonus. And on the Zoom meeting that was being recorded, she just kind of lit into him a little bit. Stop complaining about not getting your bonus. Get out there and get the revenue. Well, I honestly believe this. Like, I'm not throwing stones at her as a leader. I believe if I followed her around as a leader, I would see somebody who was most of the time emotionally aware and intelligent, composed, uh, wasn't in a place that she was leading through angry outbursts. But here's what I know. She had one moment on Zoom that's recorded that goes viral. And now this hurts so much of her leadership potential. So at some point she was moving a little bit into dread. The anger showed that rather than properly ordering that one moment sabotage so much of her leadership. So this is important stuff. And this validation check is going to allow you to check yourself before you wreck yourself. How are you leading right now? So sacrifice to dread, you're plotting it, calm to anger. And the last, caring to bitter, caring to bitter. And this speaks about relationships. And this validation check allows us to show us how are we showing up in the relationships right now? Is it from a standpoint of caring uh, or is it from a standpoint of bitterness, right? So once the validation showing, once I start to lead for validation, I start to dread, right? I'm getting angry and then I'm starting to get bitter. They don't appreciate the sacrifice that I'm making. They don't see all the price that I'm paying. They don't get what I'm doing. So at the sacrifice level, I'm willing to pay the price for a vision. I want to be as great as possible in the ways that I can be great. Not from a place of arrogance, I'm better than you, but from a place of confidence. I'm willing to pay the price. And I want to stay calm in the stress of leadership. I want to know that in the midst of it all, I can lead for impact, not validation, even when it's at its hardest moments. And I want to be that kind of leader who keeps that heart in the spite of all those challenges, that I don't get jaded and angry and bitter how many leaders do you think, just look at these spectrums, if you, if you think about this right side, how many leaders wake up and say, hey, at the end of my leadership journey, I want to be full of dread and I want to be full of anger and I want to be full of bitterness. Nobody starts out that way. But yeah, why does it happen so much? This is the toil and toll of leadership. It requires a consistent effort and at putting attention on our internal world, at paying attention to our internal world. And this validation check, it's something that you can use so that you can get awareness. Now, once you've started to lead for validation, not impact, it's going to show up in your behavior. And you can know that you've already drifted towards dread, anger, and bitterness. Now, we're going to help you through this process, learn how to shift that energy so you learn how to move to that left side repeatedly over and over and over. But here are some behaviors that you can recognize. And I'm just going to describe these at an average level of awareness that you've started to lead for validation, not impact, or you're, or you're starting to become aware that you're leading for validation, not impact. The first behavior is that you lead to be needed. You lead to be needed. You don't really define your boundaries very well. You're willing to oversay 
a yes to everyone, only to find that you saying yes to them so much doesn't mean they're going to say yes to you. And at some point, you start to feel neglected in your leadership journey. Other leaders might lead from hype. They're always trying to chase the next adventure. They're trying to net chase the next stimulation. They're able, unable to sit down and really discover who they are, what the organization needs to be about, and what are the true actions they need to take. Another one might be that you're leading from a place of fearing conflict. You're forcing a sense of uh, almost what, what, what you would call harmony, but it's a forced harmony. You're forcing a harmony on the organization, but it's really causing underneath the surface things to fester and stir. And so we're not moving in alignment, connected to each other and towards the same goals. Some leaders are leading insecure because they're like a taskmaster in how they lead. It's all about getting the job done. They lack the ability to practice healthy self-care and reflection. They're all about the achievements and it doesn't matter if I've got to burn you out to get the job done, I'm going to get the job done. Some leaders are leading from a standpoint of insecure, indecisive leadership. Uh, they're having a paralysis of analysis. They stay stuck too long in the data and the facts. They can't find a way forward or they're leading too fear-based based on the facts. And so they're looking at the logic of it, never getting to the intuitive leap that are going to help them become the leader they were meant to be. Some leaders are leading from a fear of, I'm going to mess this up. I'm going to take this thing that was given to me and I can't find the way forward through all the subtleties and the nuance and the complexity. And I can't make sense of this moment. And so out of doing that, I either shut down or I become an intense crusader for some cause in this organization or what this organization is about. And I'm not really rallying people to the true mission. They're not becoming better leaders. Some are leading from a plan, place of insecurity where they've got this perfectionist, perfectionistic bent. And they're driving in a demanding way the organization or the team to a place that they're trying to remove any bad outcome that could possibly happen, which we know is impossible. It's not that we don't need to do good planning and be wise and protect ourselves from danger, but this leader run amok will take the life out of an organization as they try to remove all external threats. Some are leading from a place of insecurity because they don't know how to really get close and have vulnerability. They flash up with show of a uh, show of power or strength and they're constantly navigating around relationships so that they can protect what's theirs some are leading from a place of insecurity because they make it all about them it's like they are sucking in all of what could happen to bolster their personal brand or bolster their own sense of meaning in what they're doing and the world that they're trying to build now there is so much more we're going to cover through all this this is just a overview, but these insecurities in some way are present in our leadership. And all of us struggle with some of these insecurities more than others. And what we're gonna do is we learn to lead for impact, not validation. We're gonna learn to welcome these insecurities. Now I wanna cover next in a big way, what got us here to these places of insecurity and what we can do about it. So join us for part three of Lead for Impact. There's always more at SightShift.com, S-I-G-H-T Shift.com. Thanks for joining me on this episode. There's always more for you at SightShift, S-I-G-H-T Shift.com to be the leader you were meant to be.